0: Heavy is the head that wears the crown. crown I put in extra work that just can't be found work. I took the sword out, the stone wasn't a thing Look me in my eyes cause I'm a, king. I'm a king Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king, yeah. king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. Yeah. My castle won't crumble, nah. what I tackle will fumble. Yeah. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet up. up according to me. Royalty didn't end with King Tut. Nah. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Yeah. Big says sky is the limit, I look down on the ledge. The I push the bar like I'm opening a cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single Now I need on. all of mine, the weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? What? Well, Goliath fell Damn. even if we playing chess, dog. this king can't be checked I make all my moves on the board, I invented my steps I'm a king, the blood of a ruler, I feel like Mansa Musa Make your squad disappear like landin' by the Bermuda Triangle, look at it from my angle I'm a king, the closest things of being one of God's angels I'm a king, heavy is the head that wears the crown I put in extra work that just can't be found I took the sword out, the stone wasn't a thing Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king. King. Look me in my eyes cuz I'm
1: a king, king. Yeah, yeah. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast. I am your host, Jay Spence the King. <sighs> you all ready for this? <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm not going to go in. I'm probably lying about that, but I hope y'all ready for this. Uh, Sunday, the Buffalo Bills had a very disappointing, embarrassing, um, upsetting. I don't even know what adjective you want to use to describe the game that the Buffalo Bills had this past Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts. But I'm going to tell you, it's not one that, as a fan, it's not one of those games that I – i i don't find i don't find pleasure anymore in moral victories and I don't find pleasure anymore of uh you know like oh well, this guy played good, you know, and we can hurrah we got an m v p on the losing team i'm 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 done with that you know we've had seventeen years of moral victories we had seventeen years of being able to say, oh we got a great running game, but a bad quarterback we had several years of saying, oh, our defense is lights out. Our offense just was bad. Or we could say special teams, you know, uh, we got Brian Mormon that can punt the ball into the next city. Yeah, I'm tired of moral victories. At some point, it's just about the victory. And it's about the real victory, the ones that matter. When you look at the win-loss record, you're supposed to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. The teams that you feel like you might not know if you can beat, but you're closely matched, good teams figure out a way to win those games. Now, I'm starting off by saying it like that because um, this was going to be a little heavy. This was going to be a little heavy. Joe, uh, Joe Miller, the host of the Overreaction Show um, post game, had some very, very strong thoughts and strong takes. I don't think this is going to be too far off. I don't think this is going to be too far off Shout out to Dawn She said uh, the only good was Breida and Knox Everyone else was just bad Here's the thing I agree with you I agree with you But I don't even want to give them props As a team The Buffalo Bills were embarrassing Sunday There was nothing about the product They put on the field That would have made me proud to say I'm a season ticket holder If I had season tickets this year So if that's if, if if that's a knock on Brita and Knox at the same time too, so be it. They're part of the team. And all the hype, all year, everything that we've been talking about since last season, everything we've been talking about since the AFC Championship, we've been talking that talk as a fan base. The team has been talking that talk. You look at the pressers and you see how guys just have over, just over, we just overly show confidence. I don't think that's bad. It's not bad at all to be confident. It's not bad at all to feel like we're a good team. We're supposed to be a good team, and we're supposed to be dominant. But the thing is, there is nothing about what we saw Sunday that will make us say, "I'm proud. I'm proud to be a season ticket holder to this." Nothing. And if you want to talk about how Knox came back and now, you know, he's playing and he has some good catches there and has some good plays. Cool. If you want to talk about how Matt Breida came in and gave us something a little bit different than what we've seen from the running game. Cool. Because you're right. The running game was absolutely horrible. It was horrid for the season. We have not had a good running game. For the season. So now you bring Matt Breida in and now it looks like some things are happening. He has some speed where he can get around it. The blocking doesn't matter as much at the line of scrimmage because he can make some things happen with his speed. Fine. We could talk about that. And I planned on talking about that a little later on. But, but before I start talking about any moral victories and any, um, you know, little things that we saw on, on film that might say somebody won this play here and won that play there. Damn that. Damn that. This was embarrassing. This was embarrassing, and the place that I'm going to start is a place that everybody knows I'm going to start. I've purposely, the last two weeks, the last two games that the Buffalo Bills have had, I purposely have come out and made it a point to say Isaiah McKenzie has had a good game at special teams. I purposely made it my point. I made an effort. A conscious effort to come out and praise Isaiah McKenzie for the job that he did on special teams the last two games. All season, I have been critical of the special teams play, of the return game. I've been critical of the kick return game, the punt return game. I've been critical of our punter. We're going to talk about that. I'm not going to beat up on, on Tyler Bass too much because this is the first game this season that, that he's had misses. It's the first game that he's, he's really shown us anything less than an all-pro performance. So I'm not going to beat up Tyler Bass. He, he's, he's having an outstanding season. And in that weather, it is what it is. Sometimes you're just going to miss. You're just going to miss. But when we're talking about this kick and punt return thing, I am tired. I am tired of everybody every single week when I say something about how I don't know if we really found the answer at punt and kick return. I'm so tired of all these stat, these stat uh, gurus and these stat beasts coming into my comments and jumping on the show, talking about, well, Isaiah McKenzie led the league in yards and Isaiah McKenzie did. Yeah, he did. He did. Stats do not tell the whole story. And I'm so tired of having this conversation where people are yelling at me for observations that are plain as day. Plain as day. I was in a chat with some of my guys earlier, and I'm going to see if I can find it while I'm talking about this. I was in a chat with some of my guys earlier, and, and somebody posted the lane from the play that Isaiah McKenzie fumbled when he slipped and fell. Okay, it got cold. The rain was coming down. They said it was like freezing rain. Right. So the grass, the, the the turf was probably slippery. OK, bet. Let's say that's the case. It was slippery and he ended up slipping and falling because he was making the cut that he didn't need to make. Let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at this. You can run straight and there is a lane. <laughs> you can absolutely run straight and there is a lane. Now you have the punter to beat. You got this punter to beat. Why are we trying to go outside? This is what I meant in the very beginning of the season when I talked about decision making. Isaiah McKenzie is a very good football player. He's a very good football player. He's a great player for the city of Buffalo. He's a great player uh, for everything that he's doing. Everything that he's doing in in the offense, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's a gadget player that that gives you production of star players. You look at his touchdowns that he gave us last year. You look at the yardage that he gave us per play that he was on the field. Outstanding. Amazing. Everything that we got from Isaiah McKenzie was amazing. But I'll be damned if I sit here and let y'all keep telling me that Isaiah McKenzie is the answer at punt and kick return. All season, I've been telling you that the mental aspect of the game is the thing that I missed the most about Andre Roberts. But everybody wants to argue with me because Andre Roberts didn't have touchdowns. Who cares? When you're talking about the punt and and, and the kickoff return game, it doesn't matter. Yes, a touchdown would be nice. Yes, a touchdown would be nice. I'm not saying that Andre Roberts was the perfect return man. I don't even want him back at this point. I don't care. I'm not even watching what Andre is doing out, and I think he's with the Chargers now. I don't care. He got cut from the Texans. I don't care. This is not about an Andre Roberts love fest. What this is is about me saying, look, we need to get better on special teams. You have to win two phases of the game to win the game. I say this every week. Coaches say this every week in their pressers. Bruce says it on his show. You look at all these other content creators, they say it every single week. You have to win two phases of the game, whether it's offense and defense and then figure out special teams, whether it's special teams and offense, special teams and defense. I don't care. But you have to do it. And we've been lucky. We've been blessed. I see you, Brian, too. I'm sorry. I'm not ignoring you, Super Chat. I'm going to get to you. But we've been blessed for the last however long to just automatically know that we were gonna win special teams. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get to it now. Brian says, I told you a few weeks back that you were right about McKenzie. His ass needs to be removed from return duties, and I'm ready to see Stevenson now. I'ma just tell you, I know, I know McDiddy said today in the presser that, you know, everything's on the table. We might, we might see him. That that can happen. At this point, I don't care if you put Micah Hyde back there to fair catch the damn ball. That's a better decision than what we've been getting out of our special teams kick and punt returner. Yeah, when he gets the ball and he actually makes the right play, he's dynamic. He's he's everything that you want to see out of your punt and kick return guy. That's why week one he had the 75-yard return against the, the Steelers. That's why against the Titans, that's why he almost won the game with the touchdown that got held or that got caught back by the hold by Andre or whatever his name is. Andre Jones or whatever. Andre Smith. That's why, because he is actually a dynamic weapon. That's why the team wants him back there. But the thing is, listen, I don't care what type of gun you got. If you got to join on safety, you ain't going to do nothing with it. You pull first and hesitate. I promise you, I promise you, you hesitate to pull that trigger in whatever situations, it's not going to play out in your favor. Isaiah McKenzie is the perfect weapon, but he's out there playing on safety. And because he's playing on safety, his the mental aspect of the game has him to where he can't quite figure out what he wants to do. Just get it and go, dog. Just Go. Just go. I don't understand. And you know what? I won't understand because I'm not a foot, I'm not a professional player. Right? I get it. And that's what that's what people are gonna say. He's a podcaster. What the hell does he know? You're right. I don't know nothing because I ain't play, right? But what I do know is that Sunday, the guy that's starting punt and kick return fumbled a dog on kickoff without being touched. I know that much. I know that much. I know a few weeks back, a few weeks back, there was a kickoff that he didn't field that ended up being a turnover. I know that much. Decision That's not about him having the ball in his hands and doing great things with the ball. I know he's a dynamic playmaker, but I get yelled at week after week because Isaiah McKenzie is so loved, and I know he has a great show. I love his podcast. Shout-out to Ty Dunn. Shout-out to Lil Dirty and the podcast that he has going on. Super dope show. It's always dope when you get to to actually interact directly with the players that you love. And Isaiah McKenzie is one of those guys for the city of Buffalo and the community. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. I couldn't thank God more than I do now to have people like Isaiah McKenzie and Stephon Diggs. And, you know, you got these guys who want to interact with the fan base. Reed Ferguson. I thank God for these guys. This ain't a diss at, at Isaiah McKenzie. But guess what? He got fired in Denver from this role. He came to Buffalo. They tried him out back there. He got benched, and that's why we brought in Andre Roberts. And now he's about to lose his job to a damn rookie. Put him in the offense. I love him. Put him in the offense. Two weeks ago, we saw what happens when you put Isaiah McKenzie in the offense. He scored a touchdown. He runs in motion. Other people, like the defense, all rotates to where he's going. You see you see movement. Every time Isaiah McKenzie's on the field, you see movement because people are afraid of Isaiah McKenzie and how dangerous he is when he gets the ball. Put him on offense. But I'm so damn tired of seeing him back there fielding punts and fielding kickoffs. I'm tired of it. Tired of it. If this gets me blackballed by the team now, sorry. It is what it is. I'm I'm not about to sit here and and celebrate these guys and celebrate the play when it's not worthy of celebration. (laughs) What? That's like you getting a promotion for for not doing nothing. You don't hit your numbers at work, you pretty much get fired. You exceed expectations, you get a promotion. Somebody said to me the other day, like, oh, I love Isaiah so much. He loves the city of Buffalo. He said he'll come here and play for Skittles. Yeah. He'll play for candy. You know why? Because you pay for what you get. And this is what we're getting on punt and kickoff returns. This is what we're getting on punt and kickoff returns. Forget the stats. I'm tired of talking about stats. I'm tired of talking about average yards per return. I'm tired of talking about how how he's I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I've been walking on eggshells all year, even in my my morning thoughts. Every Monday when I post, I always say it nicely. I don't know if we found the answer. Oh, Isaiah McKenzie, you know, made a couple bad plays, but he's made this. I'm so tired of being politically correct about this stuff, man. I'm so tired of being politically correct. If you're bad, you're bad. And the thing is, he's not bad. He's just not good at that role. You got to find somebody for this role. Is it Stevenson? I don't know. I would like to see it. We haven't seen him all year because of injuries. I would like to see it. But what I can tell you, I can tell you, he's not supposed to be on special teams right now as the punt and kickoff returner. My man Sal says, doesn't make sense. McKenzie is not in the offense. Ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Put him in the offense. Trick says, put them, put them back doing screens, jet sweeps, and wheel routes. Do that. McKinsey had eight touchdowns last year. You have some number one wide receivers in the league who don't get eight touchdowns for the year. Put them in the offense. And this is the first time all year that you're that you've heard me come out and publicly question the coaching staff. I love Sean McDermott. You, Everybody on here know I love McDiddy. I give nicknames to people I love, and McDiddy is my dude. Do- I love Sean McDermott. Love Sean McDermott. I love everything about Sean McDermott. I love the way the players play hard for him because he shows that he cares about the players. I love how he cares about the community. I love how he's a, a hard-nosed, hard-working type of guy. I love that he's the first guy in the building. I love that he's the last guy out the building. I love that he does every – I love that I can I can pull up film from practice and see my coach out on the field running around with a, with a stick with a boxing glove on it to simulate what it's like people punching the ball out. I love that about Sean McDermott. I love Brian Dayball. I love all the creativity. Last year, I was one of the ones that was yelling the most about how it's a tragedy that Brian Dayball didn't get a head coaching job. Leslie Frazier, it's a tragedy that he didn't get a head coaching job. Now, Leslie has been coaching his ass off all season, and I'm still with that. But what the hell was this Sunday? And you can't blame the whole thing on Starr being out. You can't blame the whole thing on Tremaine Edmonds being out. On offense, you can't blame the whole thing on the offensive line being in shambles because Spencer Brown is out. You can't blame it on one player on, you can't. New England, when they had Tom Brady, past couple years in New England, there was no offensive line. Go back, if you don't believe me, they had horrible offensive line play for like three years, four years there in New England. So what do they do? Instead of having the the type of players that you have to allow the play to develop and they go down the field and they do all of this crap, instead of that, okay, let's eat. Let's eat. Let's eat with the slot. Let's eat with these slant routes and these dig routes. Let's do that. Tom Brady ended up turning around and getting the ball out the quickest in the league. Quickest time out, quickest time from the snap to the receiver. Tom Brady basically completely, he substituted the run game for short slant routes. Okay, I get it. Josh has a cannon. We want to get the ball down the field to digs. Listen, every game you're not going to be able to throw 55-yard touchdown passes. Some games you're going to have to methodically go down the field. And if I know this as a podcaster, if everybody in the comments knows this, If the people on Twitter and on Instagram and snap I don't even know all the platforms that people talk crap about the game anymore. Reddit and all that stuff. If the people who don't get paid to do this know something as simple as in-game adjustments, I expect the team to know it. I expect my head coach to make in-game adjustments and say, hey, our offensive line really isn't performing up to par. We shouldn't be running the damn ball with Zach We shouldn't be running the ball with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary 50,000 times behind a line that can't get an inch of give. You can't win at the line of scrimmage by an inch. No. No. You got to make in-game adjustments. I don't even need to play Madden to know that. I, I, I didn't need to play Pop Warner to know that. If what you're doing in the first half ain't working, that means at halftime you talk about what didn't work so we can fix it for the second half. That's what that means. In-game adjustments. And the thing that I'm still trying to figure out, questions that need to be answered, and I get it, it's internal. Right now, nobody's happy with Feliciano, Right? Last year we let go of Quentin Spain for some unknown reasons. Some unknown reasons. Now, it could be a valid reason. That's fine. But I feel like the fan base deserves answers for some of these questions. We we deserve we've been the most loyal fan base through everything, the bad years, now the good years. I'm not overreacting and saying that now the team isn't good. I'm not saying that this isn't a playoff team. I'm not saying this isn't a Super Bowl team. There's been a lot of that. My man Joe said it Sunday night. No shots at Joe. I retweeted him and said it. This ain't a shot at Joe, but Joe said this is not. No, he said Josh Allen isn't a Super Bowl or an MVP candidate at the moment. That's the talk that's going around. That's the media. Oh, I found out this week, too. I'm, I'm considered media now. Shout out to me. Yay. But in all seriousness, that's the talk around the nation. This team had key pieces that we gave extensions to. Quentin Spain. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out, so we let him go, and now he's gone. But we're complaining about Feliciano. Somebody in the comments, my man, Justin mentioned Teller. I understand Teller. Uh, At the time, at the time when we cut him or the time when we traded him, he wasn't going to make the roster. You know, so I, I get that. I get that. But it's disappointing now to look back and see Teller out there murdering, just doing a great thing, getting this extension out in Cleveland. And he's out there blocking for Baker. Baker can't even take advantage of the line that he has. You can't even take advantage, because you're Baker's a I'm not gonna get on Baker. Y'all know how I feel about Baker. Y'all know how I feel about Baker. And Cody Ford, look, y'all know I'm a big supporter of Cody Ford. I love Cody Ford. Cody Ford gotta he, he gotta find a new job. I love him as a person. I, I I love him and I hope that he develops as a player. But I don't want you to develop when I'm when I'm hoping to win the Super Bowl. You can develop on the practice squad. And that's tough to say when you're talking about a second-round pick. That's that's mean to say when you're talking about a second-round draft pick. That's not correct to say when you're talking about a second-round draft pick. But the thing is, I don't have – first of all, I'm also on the record by saying that this is the team's fault. Again, this is when I'm questioning the team. I don't question them often. The coaches, the upper management, Brandon Bean, I don't question them often. But the thing is, you draft Cody Ford and then you play musical chairs with him and you wonder why he hasn't put four or five games on film where he's playing great at a high level in one position. I'd be confused, too, if every other play I'm playing a different position. Let him focus on something. But then you're not going to make me believe that that Forrest Lamp during training camp was playing worse than what we've seen out of Cody Ford. So you cut Lamp because you drafted Ford. Politics, politics, and I'm, I'm 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 at a loss for words. I am at a loss for words because you're looking at a team that every single one of us, going into the season, at minimum, felt like, well, AFC Championship, we'll be back there. It's it's the time for the Super Bowl. Everybody, and then the schedule. Oh, we got a soft schedule. We're gonna blow out the Jaguars. We're gonna blow out. the... Yeah, yeah, soft schedule. Yep. And then and then from last week, how many people still want to replace Tremaine Edmonds with AJ Klein? I, I, show of hands. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into the Tremaine Edmonds talk. My dog going to be back this week and he's going to be catching up, picking up bodies down there in New Orleans. Y'all going to put some respect on my man Tremaine's name. Put some respect on it. I'm just, I'm just tripping. I'm just tripping. And then y'all know how I feel about this defense. This defense is lights out. We got the best defensive coordinator to me. We got the best defensive coordinator in the league this season. He's going to mess around and he's going to get a head coaching job this year coming up because he he is the best defensive coordinator in the league this year. Jordan Poyer for all pro or we riot, right? I've been saying this stuff all year. Micah Hyde, same thing. He's definitely having a Pro Bowl year. He should He should be considered for all pro as well. My man Trey out there killing. Levi outperforming the contract that he has right I've been saying all this stuff all year not this Sunday you're not about to have me sit here and and celebrating these guys when I saw I saw plays that it looked like they gave up does that mean that no that doesn't mean that it's no longer all pro it doesn't mean that it's not pro Bow it doesn't mean it doesn't mean under that but what it does mean is that this Sunday we got our asses kicked by a team that we should have beat The Indianapolis Colts are a good football team. So when I say that, don't don't if there's any Colts fans listening or if there's anybody paying attention to this who loves the Indianapolis Colts, understand, I have all respect in the world for that team. I think Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league. And I've been saying this for a few weeks. I got receipts, go back and check them. Jonathan Taylor is the best back. Actually, I've been saying this since the off season cuz I've drafted him in every damn fantasy league for a reason. I've been telling people in those in, in all of the fantasy chats. I'm in like 12 leagues. Yo, Jonathan Taylor's that dude this year. Y'all need to watch from This past Sunday against my Buffalo Bills with, at the time, going into the game, the number one ranked defense. We gave up 59 fantasy points to one player, Jonathan Taylor. What the hell? Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm going to ease up for a second. I'm going to get back on all of this. I'm going to get back on all of this. But real quick, I got a couple things I got to do got a couple things I got to do. Let me let me shout out my peoples over there at justincasebags.net. Head over there. We got something for the fellas. We got something for the ladies. Just in case you pissed off like me and you don't feel like going home directly after the game and you got a little sneaky link, head over to justincasebags.net. We got shirts. We got all types of stuff. But the bags is where it's at. The bags is where it's at. Because if you need to freshen up after work to get where you're going... Holler at just in case bags. If you at the gym and you need to freshen up before you go do what you do, holler at just in case bags. We in there. Like I said, we got something for the fellas, got something for the ladies. Man. Shout out to just in case bags that net. Let me bring my peoples in, man. I, I got a I got a special guest joining me today. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I'm I'm sitting here going in like this, man. I got my man Josh from Buff on Weck joining me tonight he is the creative mind the the businessman he's all this stuff so when you see all these dope designs and when you go and buy the chop ups wait is it hoodies yet i feel like it's just t-shirts i don't know if the hoodies
2: are up yet i got them set, set up on the site we'll get them ready for you we'll get them launched soon
1: well we going when that happens i'll let y'all know but we got my man josh from buff on weck here man he he was with us at resurgence and we're gonna talk about all of that. We're gonna talk about some designs. I'm gonna get the website put up, and we're gonna show it off. But Josh, first of all, thanks for kicking it with me, man. What's going on?
2: Dude, thanks for having me on. I, you got a little fire in your belly that tonight. I like it,
1: bro. I've been, I've been, I've been trying to not have the fire in my belly. I'm being honest. Like the reason <laughs> why you need so, it
2: the same way the team needs it,
1: man. Well, so last season, I, I used to do a post game show. I would, I would, so every week I would go and do a show after the game. And so that way my emotions were raw. It was like, just then I want you to have it. I told them, them being uh, Matt and, um, you know, Anthony at, at, and Bruce over at Buffalo rumblings, like, you know what? I want to get back to being a fan. So I don't want to think about content on Sundays. I just want to watch the games. If I want to have some beer, I want to have some beer. If I want to chill. So I don't want to think about it. And then that way I can calm down, I can relax, put my thoughts together. And then Tuesday, I could do the show. Dude, I went back and watched this game like three times. And I got more upset every single time I watched it. How do you feel about the loss, man? Like, so, so A, first, after the game, what were your feelings and thoughts? And then once you moved on past the game, and like now it's Tuesday, what what are your thoughts and feelings on the game?
2: First of all, Sunday was brutal. Um, I, I couldn't do the right after reaction. I was in a terrible mood. I'm sure my wife loved it. Uh, it, (laughs) I mean, when you get blown out and have your teeth kicked in, every phase of the game, dude, you can't be happy about that. The group chat was going wild. I tweeted some things on there, Um, all the crazy overreactions. I like to get into some of those hot takes, but I definitely needed a couple days to calm down. I think I'm a little – I think I'm calmed down. Uh, I think – I'm probably not as fired up as you anymore. Uh, I'm feeling a little better.
1: I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't as fired up when the show started. It was like <laughs> I came into the show and I was just like, okay, I'm, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna be cool. And then I start talking about, spe- you know, me with special teams, is like, we're that, that's my. And so I was talking about the fumble that Isaiah McKenzie had when he was returning the kick. And it's just like, I'm not going to go back down there. I'm not going to go back down there. We got a super chat from my man, John. It says, okay, time for real talk. Offensively is simple. One, play your best 11. Two, activate Stevenson. Three, O-line get healthy. Four, start Breida at running back. Five, slants kill the blitz or shallow crossing routes. I just feel like this. And first of all, I agree with you, John. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for being part of the show. Uh, but I feel like uh, John just been listening to the first half of the show because I feel like <laughs> that's what I've been saying. Like, yo, this helped. This, we need Spencer Brown back. I'm Now, again, I'm not trying to do the political. I'm not, I'm not at all being political. But bro, get your ass on the field, man! Like this whole missing games for COVID, this whole thing where you got to miss two weeks and all this stuff. We can't have that when you're the best offensive lineman this season that we have. And I mean, first off,
2: they put we put ourselves in a bad position where your third round rookie tackle is the best offensive lineman. And I get it. Listen, I'm a huge Deion Dawkins guy. Um, the COVID is definitely sticking. Those effects have plagued him throughout the season. I don't think he's as bad as some of the guys on Twitter are getting on him for. I think it was Bruce. Somebody just tweeted out today. Um, you know, he three of the last four games, he allowed zero pressures. Yeah. I mean, he's playing pretty damn good. The eye test while you're watching the game, I get it. Um, Spencer Brown shouldn't be the piece, the linchpin of that offensive line yet. But he is, so we got to deal with that. Um, I I still wish they would keep Williams playing guard. Why are they trying to kick him out? They're shuffling two or three positions to try to fix the line, and it's just too much. And like you said, I gave you that last Cody Ford hot take the last time. I'm a Cody Ford guy. I think he's a great dude. Uh, I'm rooting for him, something fierce. Um, He can't be on the field right now. It, It just Can't happen. Um, And I I think it goes, in part, jumping into uh, the stuff you were saying about McKenzie and the decisions between him, Roberts, what they're going to do. I think this staff in the front office is stubborn. Mm -hmm. That it is just these are our guys. They're going to work it out. They're men, whatever. Where they need to light into these guys a little bit. When they trotted McKenzie back out, to field the next return it's like what the hell are you doing how is that Mm -hmm. even a thing right now you got Breda activated like you said throw Micah Hyde back anyone show that there's a consequence to putting the ball on the ground when nobody touches you
1: yeah and you know what I didn't I didn't even think about Matt Breda you're right put him back there he has experience back there like something and the the thing is I'm not even I'm not like anti-Isaiah McKenzie Like, I would love Love Isaiah McKenzie to perform. Like, I would love it. But the thing is, sometimes, and Bruce said this to me one time when we were talking, and and I'm sure he said it on the show. But he said something to me one time because I was so frustrated with, and it wasn't this situation, but I was so frustrated with something. And he's like, well, you know, Spence, sometimes players just are who they are. Like, we always have an expectation for people to develop more and to learn more and grow more. And sometimes that happens, and sometimes it doesn't. Case in point. Josh Allen has absolutely developed and taken steps forward from rookie Josh to now year four, right? So like we we see a, a natural progression in the way he's learning the game, the way the game is slowed down for him. Isaiah McKenzie has had several opportunities to learn and play the punt and kick return role for not just this team, but other teams. And then on top of that, he sat behind a pro bowl, all pro punt returner for a couple years, when we had Andre Roberts, and you would have expected for him to have, um, like picked up whatever he would have, you would have expected from him to pick up something from that as well. Sometimes people are who they are, and that's okay. It doesn't mean he's a bad player. It just means, oh, we probably got you in the wrong spot. And or, and I think that's what's happening when it comes to this. It, and I agree a hundred percent. And I've been vocally in favor
2: of taking the good with the bad because of what he can provide that spark when the ball gets in his hands. Okay. I get it. There's gotta be a consequence there when something goes wrong, you know, even if you bring him back a little later in the game or the next week, when the ball comes out and nobody's touching you, all right, you gotta throw somebody else back there and show this guy, you know, we're going to play guys who, who are going to do what we need them to do. And it but like I said, it's that stubbornness of the coaching staff that these are our guys. This is what they do. Never get too high, never get too low. And they just keep rolling. And it's not working this year. <laughs> it's-
1: well, let me let me ask you this then. So let's let's kind of move. Let's let's move forward because I am I'm a little tight. I'm upset about I'm, I'm upset about Sunday. So going into Thursday now, we got we got. Thanksgiving special, we're the primetime game. So when everybody is full, probably going back for their fourth plate, because that's where I'm going to be about that time, it'll be like maybe fifth, you know, because I, I get jiggy when it comes to Thanksgiving. I love to do it. When, it, when, it's, when it's that time, what, what do you think has to happen now for the Buffalo Bills to rebound? Because New Orleans is already kind of sort of in a rough spot. They don't have the quarterback. They're going to be tra- starting Trevor Simeon uh Alvin Kamara didn't practice today so he's very I don't want to say very likely to not play but it's a a short week he didn't practice it might not you know so that's not looking good Winston's on IR like I said what do you think the key for the Bills to turn this thing around down in New Orleans this week
2: and Ingram as well didn't practice today so I mean who's going to be the starting back down there um I mean obviously the defense needs to rebound I'm a big Leslie Frazier, guy, I agree with you. I think he's one of the best in the league. I think he's stubborn, too. That when something's not working, you got to scheme around it or call something to get these guys playing aggressive, light a little fire, other than just, all right, they're professionals. They'll work it out. You know, I I do think the defense will rebound. I hope they are embarrassed after the last game. I mean, how could they not be? (laughs) Um, Jonathan Taylor took him out behind the woodshed. it got to a point you read those quotes from Frank Reich that it's like, I decided we're just going to run first and second down whole game. And he did it other than one player or whatever. I mean, that's, you know what they're doing and you can't stop it. You got to do something different. And they didn't. I mean, I love Taron Johnson as a run stopper, bring that extra linebacker in. do something to just see if you could light that spark. And listen, I get it. The star thing, we could talk about all the COVID crap. Edmonds being out is huge for this defense. A.J. Klein, as much as he is effort and does what he is tasked to do, he's not that dynamic talent. Um, so just getting Edmonds back on the field, I think, is going to be huge for us this week. Um, but, I mean, that that front seven's got got something to prove.
1: And i tell you what, you because you, you mentioned like we're talking about the running game again and we're talking about that stuff. Look, man, again, I'm not sitting here just to say I told you so and I've been right and I've been right. But again, I have receipts where I was getting yelled at last season, last season before the playoffs. I'm talking about like after the first after the Titans lost last year, I was saying, you know what, Josh looks great. He's throwing for 300 yards a game, but at some point we're going to need a running game to go along with it because you're going to need to be able to run the ball when the other team knows that you're going to do it. And you just talked about how Frank Wright said, well, I decided we're going to run on first and second down. And guess what? He did it and we couldn't stop it. If we decide, you know what? I'm going to hand it off to – I'm going to hand it off. (laughs) Don't do it. You know what I mean? Like – they don't even have to know that that's what we're doing and, and we're not going to be as successful. I will admit, Singletary has, has to me, he's shown flashes that makes me feel like he's a little bit, this season, that he's a little bit separate from from Moss. I think he's, he's taken a step above that, but it's not saying much when you're looking at what the team has given us, man. I just don't understand. I don't understand why it feels like the team hasn't prioritized the run game the offensive line i know we drafted two we let one go because we decided to keep him on the practice squad and whatever and somebody snatched him from us dude i'm fully expecting this offseason brandon being to make so like when we went and got stefan Diggs, i'm looking for something like that it don't have to be a trade where we're giving up a bunch or whatever, but we need to make some type of splash i don't care if it's a, it's a big signing in in the offseason for our offensive lineman. i don't care if it's a trade i don't care if it's the draft we need an offensive line, a guard, too. If if we can, Real I mean, the, before you, the
2: whole next draft could be bolstering the lines. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, they've got talent out the ass everywhere on that roster in the skill positions, yeah. and they just get beat up. They're soft.
1: That's dude. We have depth on in every on every part of our team. We have depth, except our running game and our offensive line. Except it... our running game and our offensive line. And for the running game, I
2: I feel like they tried. They're at least trying to address it. I don't know why Breda's been inactive all year. Um, I mean, Singletary's RB1 for me. I think he has been all season. I think he continues to be. I I love the love affair with Matt Breda and what he brings to the offense. I think Singletary is the more complete back. But I still – I want both of them to have maybe 10 touches each a game, you know, split that and get creative with the play calling – it seems yeah. like what, what was it 2 weeks ago against the jets all of a sudden we found the jet motion again all of a sudden we got uh, some of these more creative play calls coming out um, now that breda was active now that they're trying to work mckenzie in on the offense and then we're just back to back to what you know you, you we're running between the tackles <laughs> behind two subpar guards <laughs> like what, how is that gonna work like you said whether they know it's coming or not it's you're not fooling
1: anyone at least Breda can hit that edge we saw and we it. just we just ain't we ain't got it right now man we ain't got it we ain't got it um real quick I got another super chat shout out to my man John he's busy tonight I appreciate you John he said question why don't we run a true four or three against heavy run teams at least on first and second. Come on, we need no need to keep nickel in the damn game getting murdered. Now, I, I if if we're talking about Sunday, I agree with you. But if we're talking about the entire season, I can't go that far because uh, when Star Lotulelei is in, and um, I don't want to say Tremaine because Tremaine's not the strongest when it comes to the run support, but his athleticism makes a difference. And when you have the nickel defense that we're running. We don't get gashed like this this season. We we do not get gashed. If you go back and look at the stats coming into this game, it was clear that the Buffalo Bills had the best defense in the league, and it didn't matter how you were trying to attack them. We had one bad game on the ground, and that was against Derrick Henry, and you can say what you want about it, whether you want to blame it on the cause. I'm just going to say Derrick Henry was a damn monster and beast, but we've been not pretty either. good against Der- Derrick Henry. One big run. Take out that one 70-yarder
2: that he broke. And he had a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty pedestrian game where anyone would have been happy shutting him down to that, minus yeah. obviously the killer. Um, yeah. They, they played him well. I think Taron Johnson plays the run great, um, be- better probably than a lot of backup linebackers, myself. Um, Klein was supposed to be the run stopper, right? That's his skill set. Tremaine's the athletic freak. Klein was supposed to be the run stopper. That didn't, <laughs> didn't happen this week either. Um, so I, I agree with you that as something's not working, you're watching it unfold, you got to do something different instead Bro. of just resting on your laurels.
1: Dude, and that's what I was saying and I don't like I said earlier, you weren't you weren't in here for this part yet. I love the coaching staff. I love Sean McDiddy so much like and I keep saying, I give people nicknames when I love them. You know, like everybody in the chat who has a nickname from me, they can tell you. Spence is my guy. That's my McDiddy is my guy. I question how do, you, how do you sit there and watch? And not even just the game that we just came out of. How do you consistently watch us all year and know what our offensive line is when, A, Spencer Brown isn't in, or just in general, what our guard play looks like? And still keep running the same plays behind the same guards. It just doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But whatever. So we talked a little bit about um what you feel like the key to victory is for us going into New Orleans this week. Um what what are your expectations out of the defense now? Since we're talking defense a little bit, I know we we had a moment there with the offensive line, but we were talking about the defensive line as well. And I was saying how Starr normally when he's out, that's why we got gashed and all that stuff. What are your expectations out of the defense this week? Do you think um you, you know, I don't I don't even know what type of game plan to expect from, you know, uh, the Saints, man. They they don't have their quarterback, they might not have they're running backs like what so what do you expect I
2: honestly I'm not sure looking at that team all of their playmakers possibly are out so I mean so maybe in that scenario that base shell it will work fine they'll play mm-hmm. they'll play well up the middle at Oliver having a hell of a year oh my god very good we just don't have that one tack in the middle um if there's nobody to run the ball maybe it doesn't matter as much as it did. Obviously, we shut down the passing game last week. Carson Wentz was more than pedestrian uh, on his numbers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you get out there and you're not up against the best back in the league, things things probably look better just by default. Um, And like I said, these guys should come out mad. It's a theme kind of this whole year. They don't get high. They don't get low. Somebody's got to get high now like right like somebody's got to get hot because this oh this isn't who we are you keep hearing Josh say it this isn't who we are we'll get back it's like well how many times does it have to happen until maybe it is kind of who you are you know you gotta you've got the talent you gotta get out there and be aggressive and I, I think you're gonna see that from the defense this week
1: well I hope so man I hope so let's um before we, because I'm going to get a game score prediction from you. I'm not going to give mine. You, Y'all know I saved that for the hump day hotline and for the chop up this. This week, the chop up is still going to be on Saturday. So the game is Thursday, so it's going to be, we won't do predictions there, but we're going to be doing like a recap of it. We got a couple members of the crew that's going to be down there for us. So we're going to talk about all the experiences, Um, but the hump day hotline is still tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Doggone, this week be speeding past. So join me and Joe tomorrow, 9 p.m. for the, the hump day hotline. But before we do, before we get on to your prediction and everything like that, I want to talk a little bit about, about all of this stuff you got going on, man. You just released a new design. Um you you released the the Buffalo versus ourselves based on what we were what we've been talking about, how we've been beating ourselves up. Um dope design, man. I know it's a play on the, the Buffalo versus everybody that the team released a couple of years ago. Dope design, man. Love it. Um, you got a, you got a bunch of good stuff on here, so we, let's we, talk a little bit about it. I love the only slams so that's my favorite one <laughs> that's one of my favorites too that's new looking at the
2: website that you pulled up I mean there's probably those top nine, including yours are all pretty new um Boom. we've just been trying to roll out some fun stuff. I'm wearing the Rousseau shirt um just trying to do a l- little crazier prints on some of these. Shout to my boy Rob dumo um The artist that helped me with this helps with the Iron Maiden shirt that's probably our most popular design. Um, We got a bunch of stuff, man. Just uh, trying to do something a little different. I like flipping logos, and I obviously like having fun with it. That Only Slam shirt has actually been a hit. We haven't officially released a bunch of of these things. Um, Mm -hmm. I just kind of tossed them all up on the site after an event. So uh, anybody out there, go get first pickings. Uh, (laughs) Eventually, we'll start you know, advertising each new design. We got the collab with Jay Spence, his chop-up tees. Got more coming, sure. more in the
1: can for that. Um, just I trying to put out, out high-quality stuff, man. I'm going to just tell you, man, first of all, I know this, this is probably not the thing to say publicly. Hey, I love leggings on these <laughs> Bills Mafia women. Ladies, go and check out these leggings, man. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, y'all love them. We love that. The, we love that y'all love them. Go ahead and check out the leggings. Uh, Buff on Weck is doing it. They got they got great stuff. They got hoodies, t shirts, and like I said, for the ladies, they got some leggings. I see a I saw a beanie on here. Oh, I I got it. I got this Buffalo by Nature joint, don't I?
2: I think you've got that one, or either the OG one with the baseball bat that's on there still in li- limited sizes on both of those Buffalo by Nature ones.
1: Okay, if, um, I'm a, I gotta check it. If not, I feel like I got it. But yeah, we we gonna we gonna we gonna hype you, man, because I love I love this. I love what you're doing. I'm gonna grab these joggers. I love my sweatpants and stuff like that. So um, you got anything else coming up that you might want to kind of talk about real quick, or um, you know any any collaborations that you might be working on? So actually
2: tomorrow we're going to end up dropping something new with the guys over at seven, one blitz. They just got picked up uh, by train wreck. Um, So we've got, we've did that one with them. We've got another coming, their event. Um, We're going to drop a third in the beginning of December. Um, Lots of stuff in the pipe. Follow us on all the social channels at Buff on WEC, wherever you want to be. And and I mean, I'm going to try to keep, keep rolling stuff out. I, I, Get busy with the kids and everything, and get bad at posting stuff. It just life gets in the way, but I've got a bunch of stuff scheduled, so I mean we're gonna start dropping pretty regular right now,
1: yeah, well man i'm I'm glad, and I'm proud to say that i'm um on your team i'm I'm happy to be working with you man because I, I see your quality, I see the stuff that you do. Um, I've been wearing my chop up hoodie, so I, you know, it's hanging up now, so I'm not going to jump off to go grab it, but it's, it's some of the best quality stuff that you're going to buy. I promise you, if y'all go head over to Buff on Weck, go head over to the website, go find them on Twitter, go find them on every, on every platform. I'm telling you, you're going to want to get to this and I'm going to try to start getting you to be a little more active too. So people see your face more and hear your voice more. So I try to get you on some of the shows and that way we can kind of let you, um, you know, just let your opinions be heard as well. So, and uh, I want to shout out, we got K-Gun in the comments. She said she didn't know you had those high-waist leggings. Sign her up. I want to I shout out my no. other, my sister. I love my sister, Jamie. This is Joe Miller's sister, for everybody who doesn't know, but I claim her from him. So he can't have her no more because Jamie is all mine. Jamie says she's going to be checking out the merch for sure. We got Richard Rush in the building saying his wife is a Packers fan, so he might have to, uh, you know, he's going to get her to wear the Bills leggings. Amy said never have enough leggings. So we going we going we going to try to get you out there man. We we got to we got to get some of this merch moved so we can get new designs and I got a couple ideas and uh you you've been nice enough to actually let me ha- have some creative input. I appreciate that. And actually
2: that's what I like doing man. I like making cool stuff with good people out in the community. You know, this fan base is so rabid. So it, it really is like a family and you get in with the right people between you and like dan over at code socks and uh some of these other collaborations we've been able to do and it's just fun man we're just out making cool stuff and you know it's it's a real cool feeling when people dig your stuff and, and they want to rep something you made um yeah so, so i mean i, I love it I, the ideas we've talked about i'm excited for where things are going to go
1: Yeah, well let's do it so before we get on out of here uh do me a favor first and and um we're going to get a game score prediction for you. So what do you, how do you feel like this is going to look at the end of Thursday night? Will we be celebrating to to eat some dessert or is it going to be a bad night? I
2: mean, I think they pull it out. I don't think it's going to be what we want. Um, I've got 27, 21 is w- what I'm thinking. Um, I, I'm ready for Josh to have a big day. I, I don't know if we can get the running game started at all, just between play calling and everything we talked about before, but, uh, i'm ready for a motivated josh allen tomorrow
1: night okay that's that's what i'm looking forward to my man john says he will be hitting buff on wet for sure love the gear thanks for sharing so appreciate you john john, man. john is john is let me just tell you john is one of the the um the guys who i've been introduced to uh through Kristen in the in the bills mafia babes and when i tell you john is John's legit, man. I can't wait for the day I get to shake his hand in person and actually appreciate him for all of the, the kindness and um, the great words and just everything that he's done. Shout out to John. I appreciate you, man. And um, one more shout out. I already brought up Jamie, but Jamie's on her way down to Tennessee and she's, she's watching on her way there. Jamie, please be safe. I need hope you're my not sister. driving, Jamie. Yeah. I hope you're not driving while you're watching. I need you around. So I love you. Get there safe. Uh, so, we got that prediction. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your work? And I got one more question after this, and then we gonna get out of here. All right, like I said before, pretty much
2: all the social channels: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, at Buff on Weck, BuffonWeck BuffonWeck.com for the site. Um, I'm out there. I'm I'm on Twitter probably too much. So if you like talking talking bills and just shooting the shit, man, just send me a message.
1: Yeah, send him a message. Hit him on a timeline. He responds back. He gets back to people. Um, And that's what it is. So last question of the night, man. Saturday on the chop up, we got in a little debate, me, Sterling, Ange and K-Gun. And we were talking about like, you know, specific foods and meals and stuff that people eat for Thanksgiving. Let me ask you this one. What's your go to Thanksgiving dessert?
2: I'm going to preface that by saying I would rather just have a second or third plate of stuffing. I will, the, the sides are the Thanksgiving highlight for me. Um, dessert though, I'm probably going to try to get a sliver of every piece of pie that's there. So <laughs> I apple, pumpkin, uh, pecan, whatever gets brought to the table. I'm pretty flexible.
1: You took the, you took the, uh, you know, you took the safe way out. I got you. Let me, let me, let me put you here. So, so two things because Kristen actually just commented on what one thing I was going to ask you. you. You, so you call it stuffing and not dressing. I mean, Western New York is stuffing, right? Is it, man, it's I was born used, and raised my in Buffalo entire life been dressing, been stuffing. man, bro? I mean, I don't maybe, know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. I get it. I, I feel like it's a cultural thing. I feel like depending on where your family roots are from, if you're from the South, is dressing. If you're from, you know, so I just, I just, I think it's that Um, for me, my go-to is sweet potato pie. And if there's no sweet potato pie, then I'm going with apple pie. Um, And again, John, just see, this is why, this is why John, (laughs) see me and John just get along. This is why we get along. But, but yo, we're going to get on out of here. I love y'all. I thank you so much again, Josh, for coming on, man. This has been, this has been dope for me. We're going to do this again. Yeah, no, we, we for sure, we're going to do this again uh, When I play the outro, don't Don't dip out, man, it's going to take a second But I want to highlight you for a minute And uh, everybody, y'all know how I do it over here With the Bumble, Buffalo Rumblings podcast and YouTube network Love each other, take care of each other and Live in peace, and as always Stay positive, test negative Go Bills Go, Go Bills